My pony, my saddle. You singing that song after what we just talked about just really made me question some of my life choices. (laughs) The question is, while you were questioning, were you happy? No. Oh, damn. (laughs) What has the past 20 years been for, anyway? For what happened when we were walking down the stairs. (laughs) What? Was this just now? We went to go get food. (laughs) What did you do? What happened? Ashley's hiding in her womb of handkerchief. (laughs) Womb of handkerchief. My hanky womb. Did you? No, when we went downstairs to get a soda. And get ice cream sandwiches for everybody. Sorry, Ashley, you brought it up. She's walking in front of me, and we're both going down the stairs pretty rapidly, so I guess she assumed since she was going down fast, I was further behind. And she farted, and my knee hit her bum at the same time. I was like, you farted on me. My knee touched it. My knee touched, my knee touched the fart. And I didn't know what to do with myself, and she didn't know what to do with herself. And it was good times. We best left. friend life. We did. We went. Oh. <laughs> Quietly, though, because the ruler's asleep on the couch. So it was more like... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. So. Okay, <laughs> <clears throat> now that Ashley's farted on my knee, let's start the show. Hello and welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. How are y'all? Good. How are you? So fabulous. I'm getting over last week. What was last week? What was last week? Last week was when we found out (gasps) that people like us. I wouldn't go that far. No, about ghost sex. Oh. Oh. Eh. <laughs> people like to have sex with ghosts don't yuck they're young no i'm not yucking they're yum i'm just me being awkward yeah well we're i used loved to it. that by now to be fair it could have not have been ghosts and it still would have made me feel the same way True. so to fair. be fair i have been talking about that nonstop since we recorded and i've been toning it out nonstop a lot i had a fabulous conversation <laughs> with one of my parents about it so Okay. Yeah. I was like, hey, did you know this is a thing? And they were like, no, but I do now and life has changed. (laughs) (laughs) There's hope always now. (laughs) Too Uh, funny. mm -hmm. I thought you were talking about the um, random spike that we had in our follows and listens and downloads and... No big deal, but we love y'all and please keep doing it. Oh my God, we love you so much. There were... I'd say probably five or six individual massive freakouts yeah. throughout last week. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. From a download spike to Stephen Pappas. So this is... She's so excited. She can't even talk. To Stephen Pappas of Is This Adulting Knows Who We Are and vouched for us. Oh, my God. It was crazy talk. There, I melted in my chair onto the floor. And then she came over to my building and was like, and I'm like, I got to finish this email. What do you want? She's like, no, 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 no. There will be no email. Give me five minutes. And she went and went to someone else. It was amazing. Was that when I was on the phone with you? Yes. I made noises of 
pure excitement that I didn't know I could make. I understood there were excitement noises, but I had to get that email out. I'm like, I need five minutes. I know something very important is going on, but this has to happen because I kind of like being paid. Get your priorities straight, Rebecca. Come on. Steven freaking Pappas. Steven chicken boy Pappas. And Steve Grimmett. Chris. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's ruined. And the other one. <laughs> To be fair, his name changes weekly on his true. show. It's Guess who's the one who does not social media outside of managing the social... <laughs> Words are... You ready to hard. record your episode, Rebecca? <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. See, the, here's the thing. I, I mess up. I feel awkward. I try to fix it. More awkward and noises. And then she chugs wine and messes up words even more. Steve don't Steve Grimmett. Good old... <laughs> <laughs> sweet sweet steve grimmett <laughs> moving moving it's on. okay i'm sure there's tons of people out there that still get us all mixed up too yeah they think they like ashley but in reality they like me you know big deal wounds why you gotta reopen them just slicing away oh that's dark time for a story ah. story time story time excellent have you guys heard of hans mueller Hans. Hans Mueller. Hans Mueller. Back to them not being able. I could say Yolokotrin, but regular <laughs> words. Hans Mueller. Hans Mueller. Mueller. Probably Mueller. I don't know if I have. What is he? Back in the 1800s, he and his wife opened a sausage factory in New Orleans. Oh. Mm-hmm. They were known for being good natured, having excellent customer service, and most importantly, making amazing sausages. I'm sure they did. Because why else would they have a business? In New Orleans. With sausages. Keep your assumptions to yourself. Tiffin- I'm sorry. T- my eyes are wide. Tiffany. I have wide eyes. We talked it's about sausages last week. It's fine. <laughs> She's going either sexual or... Or dead bodies. Cannibalistic. <laughs> Over time, Hans became... Damn it. <laughs> Over time, Hans became disinterested in his wife and the hard work aged her before her time. He was all about the sausage life. And eventually... Hashtag me too. And eventually, he found a young mistress that he fell in love with. Aww. Yeah, rude. Was he... Wait, his wife was running the business and he was off finding a mistress? They were working together running the business. And because, you know, she's a person, she She got... She aged. Unacceptable. Patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) However... Hans knew that as long as his wife was around, he could never have a life with his young mistress. Oh, no. She ends up as sausage. Is it a little obvious where this is going? She ends up as sausage. Some sources say they had an argument and Hans lost his his temper. Others say that one night after the shop closed while his wife was sweeping up, Hans snuck up behind her, wrapped a cord around her neck, and strangled her. Ah. Well, that escalated quickly. It did escalate quickly. No matter the story, the couple lived in a part of New Orleans where space was limited. Neighboring houses butted up against each other, which made it difficult to conceal things, especially from the town gossips. Ooh, Tiffany. Yes. So what did Hans do? Hans chopped up his wife and made sausage. He had a plan, and while he didn't chop her up, he did stuff her body into the meat grinder and made her into sausage until there was nothing left. Ew. Fun, huh? Oh, no. I'm so skeptical. Did sausage sales spike with a little um, aged meat? Ashley, it's it's not aged. (laughs) I mean, it is aged. She's probably older than the pigs they used for sausage. She she, she has a point. 
But I thought aged meat had to be like. Not like cured. That's because she was old. He killed her because she was old. Well, okay, fine. Okay. Hans continued his life with his new mistress. And when people came into the shop and inquired about his wife, his story would change. Sometimes she'd be ill. Sometimes she left town. Typically, she was visiting relatives. As they do. Right? Because where else would we go? That's all women are (laughs) capable of is being sick, being at the store, or visiting their family. Right? Over time, the neighbors, however, started whispering about his haggard appearance and bloodshot eyes. (gasps) His mistress is going to chop him up. Most importantly, they started talking about the decreased quality in his sausage. Oh. Some customers noticing bits of cloth and sometimes hair in the meat. Ew. Mm -hmm. Reportedly, one night, this was Han's account, while he was cleaning up around the shop, he heard a thumping coming from the back room, like someone was grinding meat to make sausages. When he went to investigate, he froze in his tracks. The ghost of his deceased wife <gasps> was climbing out of the sausage vat. Oh! Hans would say that her apron was stained with blood and that her head was horribly mutilated. Oh, wow. no. After climbing out of the sausage vat, she made her way towards Hans, her moans filling the room and arms stretched out towards him. This continued for some time. Yeah. That's creepy. And the neighbors grew more suspicious about Hans Strange's behavior and even more suspicious of his missing wife. Questionable. Because, you know, if you're being haunted every single day, you might look a little rough. Yeah. And not because you killed your wife. Bastard. Just because you're haunted by her. (laughs) I killed you and I still can't get rid of you. Right? It's called karma. This Um, is why you don't kill your wife. This, oh, this this is my spot. People in general. I mean. Let's just not kill people. <laughs> it's probably solid advice. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. And happy Beep people beep. don't kill their husbands. They just don't. <laughs> Maybe he just needed to go for a walk. <laughs> rumors started spreading. One day, the rumors were confirmed when a customer bit into a piece of, go- of a gold ring and a piece of sausage. Ew. Why do... Come on, buddy. Like, you didn't think to, like, take her clothes or her jewelry. The police were immediately notified because what else would you do if you found a piece of a gold ring and a sausage? And they quickly made plans to raid the sausage factory that evening. When they went into the back room, they found Hans huddled in the corner and screaming, claiming that he could see his wife emerging from the sausage vat for him. He was quickly arrested and placed in an asylum where he claimed daily that his wife was coming for him until one day he had a complete and utter mental breakdown and committed suicide. Oh. The Sasha factory was sold shortly after Hans was arrested. Reports say that his wife continued to haunt the building until the day he killed himself. Her work there was done? I was about to say, mm-hmm. she got her just desserts. Mm-hmm. And this was when I tell you that this is a legend. Oh. That was based on a real Yay. Sausage King murderer. Sausage King murderer. Mm-hmm. That, this is exciting. So would you guys like to hear the real stir story after the drink break? Yes. yes please. Should I make something up please for us? Please do. Please do. In five, four. Hey everybody, this is Danielle. And this is Daniel. And I'm Carla. And we are Hoosier Homicide. A true crime podcast by Hoosiers for Hoosiers or for anyone that doesn't know what a Hoosier is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know what a Hoosier is. Do you? Yes. As a matter of fact, I do. Great. We don't need to look anything up. (laughs) Go to Wikipedia and type in Alabama Hot Pocket. No, don't do that. (laughs) 
And that'll tell you what a Hoosier is. Just come listen to us. You'll find out. Anyway, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at Hoosier Homicide. You can also download any episode you prefer off of Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. We tell true crime stories with some random connection to our home state of Indiana. So come listen. That's what she said. For the love of God. (laughs) And for honest to goodness, stay out of the corn. Now we're back. We're back. After back. Tiffany's ready to learn about sausage. And I'm ready to learn about murder. Give it to us. <laughs> There's two types of people. <laughs> Reportedly, the story of Hans Mueller is based off of the real story of Adolf Lutgert. Why is it always the Adolfs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this was before that Adolf's time. The name hasn't been completely tainted yet. So this I don't guy know that was. I've ever heard of a good Adolf. Well, I'm, I'm sure they're not going to prove that wrong here. Oh, well, there we go. Okay. So stay tuned. So Adolf was born on December 27th in 1845 in Gutterschloh, Westphalia. Oh, yeah. So said. I can pronounce that, but not Hans, apparently. <laughs> it's fine. Anyway, it's somewhere in modern day Germany, in case you were wondering. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He was one of 11 children oh, and fulfilled my. an apprenticeship with a local tannery. After traveling around Germany, he headed to London to look for work. Around this point, he was 19-ish years old. Okay. He immigrated to New York somewhere around 1865, depending on which sources you look at. It can be like 1864. Okay. And he was about 20 years old and had $30 to his name, which is around $500 today. More than I got. (laughs) Good job, Adolf. (laughs) Shortly afterwards, he moved to Quincy, Illinois staying there for a couple months before moving to Chicago, looking for a job at a tannery. I don't understand how all these people back then just like gallivanted around the world. Like it was no big deal. And now we have all these travel options available. And I'm like, man, I sure would love to go like three states away. But (laughs) yeah, I'm going to Louisiana this weekend. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, gas to get there and back. How am I going to afford that? And he's like, oh, I'm going to go from Germany to London to. Well, he's not married at this point. It still cost him money. Yeah. Okay, fair. Even before I was married. Right. (laughs) 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 Maybe we're just really bad with money. (laughs) don't ask our husbands (laughs) during this time he married his first wife caroline uh, Riopke. uh-huh on april nailed it yeah sure on april 13th 1872 in germany their Uh, first son arnold was born there in 1875 and then they stayed in germany because he's married and has a kid and no money after having a second child and being brought to the United States. So he did bring his family back to the United States after going there there and marrying them and then bringing them back. Caroline died on November 17th, 1877. Oh, no. Why'd she do that? <laughs> they didn't say. I, I couldn't find a reason or why or how. <laughs> In 1878, some reports saying as soon as two months after Caroline died, Adolf married Louise Bicknies, who was 10 years old. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this. Louise Bigneys. Bigneys, Bigne. I don't. I don't Bignet? know. B i c k n e s e. Big Bigness. 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 Louise Bigneys. I like Louise Bigneys. <laughs> None of these. N- no matter how we pronounce it, it's not good. That's fine. Um, Louise Bigneys. Anyway, 
He married her as short as two months after his first wife died, and she was 10 years younger than him. Oh. Noticing a trend. She met Adolf by chance. I was working as a servant before their marriage. She was less than five feet tall, which stood in sharp contrast to her husband, who was a larger man because, you know, he grew up working in tanneries. I mean, that doesn't make him tall, though. Makes him buff. Mm. Sexy. <laughs> as a wedding gift, Adolf gave Louise a heavy gold ring with the initials LL engraved on the inside of it. For L- Louise... Louise. Lickney's Louise Lutgert. Got it. Forgot his last name. Lickney's. Because <laughs> that's how name changes work. Louise. Because apparently, when you get married, not only does your last name change, but so does your star sign. <laughs> yeah, you have to listen to our episodes in order. <laughs> In 1879, Adolf opened a small sausage company that became successful, and in 1897, opened a five-story plant on the southwest corner of Diversity and Hermitage called the A.L. Sausage and Packing Company. I'd say that's well, a little that, more than successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we going for Jimmy Dean level here? On top of that, next door to the sausage factory, he built a three-story home for Louise and their two sons. Well, now you're just gallivanting. I said no showboating, Adolf. However, Adolf's infatuation with his new wife did not last, and they were reported to have frequently argued. Eventually, Adolf moved into a room at his sausage factory. (laughs) (laughs) Having a change of pace there, Adolf. Okay, guys, come on. On You should have known better than to talk to me and Tiffany about a sausage factory. It didn't occur to me till right before I started recording. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm mature. You're what? mature oh okay she's a liar um (laughs) on may 1st 1897 adolf and louise went for an evening walk and even the reports say he told his children that their mother had left on a trip adolf reported her missing on may 7th i'm sensing a theme when did they go for a walk may 1st 1897 and he reported her on may 7th yes okay which i thought was a little weird considering the time the well, like, in 1897, communication isn't all that fast. Wibbly-wobbly. Timey-wimey stuff. Because of the overheard arguing, foul play was suspected, and during the investigation, an eyewitness saw Louise entering the factory with her husband on May 1st around 10.30 p.m. No! No! <laughs> on May 15th, the factory was searched. An employee suggested that they look in the steam vat in the cellar that was used during the sausage-making process. Ew. When the police looked, they found a putrid reddish-brown liquid that filled the vat halfway. Uh, <laughs> you, you okay, honey? When they pulled the plug, the slimy liquid and bones fell out. When they searched inside the vat, they found a gold ring with LL engraved on it. Dum, dum, are you dum. are you good, Tiffany? Slimy liquid and the bones and just the thought. How are these, how, he's like this big businessman who's done all these things and traveled and started a huge successful company and you don't think to take off their clothes, but like the easy identifying factors. And on top of that, near the vat, they found hair pieces of clothing and half of a false tooth. So he did not clean up at all. Half of a false tooth. You have to clean up. That's like rule number one. This is why there's no uh, very few committed female murderers. Because <laughs> we know how to clean shit up. 
So it's more suspicious if like someone walking to a place like there's not a fingerprint anywhere. In fact, it's very clean. Huh. And it smells mm. like Lysol. Interesting. Mm. I just like to keep a clean house. Don't Lemon judge me. Lemon scented Lysol. Mm. During the investigation, it was also uncovered that Adolf had purchased arsenic and potash. Or potash. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. Potash. Potato One report said that he uh, <laughs> bought 378 pounds of potash. All of this was purchased before. What is potash? I'll get to that. Okay. He purchased arsenic and this large amount of potash before the disappearance of his wife. And that he ordered an employee to dump the chemicals into the vat on April 24th. And then on April 1st, he ordered the vat to be brought to a boil. No, May 1st. May 1st, yes. He had him put it in April 27th. And on May 1st, they brought it to a boil. April 24th. 24th. And then on May 1st, brought to a boil. And they went on the walk on May 1st. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And after he thought her body had time to disappear, he reported her missing. Disappear. Melt. Um, dissolve. <laughs> <laughs> Something about a melting body. This is the second time we've talked about melting bodies today. Why do you think I was talking about melting bodies today? Got it. That's why she said, don't ask. Got it. Yeah. We'll get into this. Adolf claimed that Louise went insane and ran away. And that the potash was her making soap to use when cleaning the factory. Okay. Prosecution determined that the potash mixture would be able to dissolve a human body using the mixture that Adolf was alleged to use and a cadaver. So they tested this. Hmm. This test resulted in the same reddish-brown fluid and being able to determine that the mixture was capable of leaching calcium from bones while liquefying the rest of the body. Ooh, that's useful I guess maybe he knew that maybe he used it to get rid of bones from the sausage factory. It was unclear on that because, like, the vat that they used was a vat that was, like, part of the making sausage-making process where they would dip the sausage. I'm not sure why. I didn't research how to make right. sausage. But the vat was there, and it was filled with stuff because dipping the sausage was part of making it. I was just it. curious, like, how he knew to use that combination if, like, the detectives had to... Yeah, like, if that's what they did to the pigs. Yeah. I like mean, it could be one of the two things. Or something. It could be... The fact that he knew what he was doing or the fact that he got really lucky. True. Fair. I'm going to say that's I'm gonna, how he got rid of pig carcasses. I'm going to say he got lucky because he was stupid and left the ring and clothes on. And if he knew what he was doing, he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, but pigs don't have rings. You don't know their moms. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> we also didn't say this was pig sausage. I just... I just always assume that sausage is pork. I'm going to... Or beef, pork chicken, or deer. I'm going to... If you're in the South, it's sometimes deer. I'm going to pretend that it came from the ground. It grew in the ground. Vegan sausage? Yep. Let's just roll with it because I don't like to think about it. I like to eat it. Don't like to think about it. Okay. That's Uh, what she said. (laughs) (laughs) An anthropologist determined that the bone fragments belong to a human female. Fun. Descriptive. Well, this is different than like if they just found pig bones, in which case, oh, that makes sense that that would be there. Fun fact, this was one of the first reported cases where an anthropologist was called to testify. All right. Right? You go, anthropologist. Either way, the evidence was damning. And not just because of the amount of potash that he bought would be capable of producing 2,000 pounds of soap at a higher price than just buying the soap over the counter. (laughs) 
That's a lot of soap. Right? You think like if he knew how to make soap, it might be a little suspicious that he bought enough to make 2,000 pounds of the stuff. Maybe he was stockpiling for the end of the world. Maybe he's a doomsday prepper. With soap? I don't want to be stinky at the end of the world. I wouldn't want to be trapped in a room with stinky people passing out soap. You get a soap and you get a soap. That's my doomsday prep. We'll worry about food later. Anyway. Rebecca Adolf was convicted us. and sent to Joliet State Penitentiary, where he died on July 7th, 1899, and he maintained his innocence until the end. Today, the sausage factory had been has been renovated into condos. Oh. oh. Fun fact. You can live in a place where a woman was melted. That's kind of cool. Who's saying that we don't? I don't put that evil out there. Not you, me. Okay, good. You don't know what happened in my basement. I don't. You don't know her basement's mom. I don't know your basement's <laughs> mom. Fair. Valid point. How exciting. So that's the story and the legend of the sausage fat killer. So was his sausage factory in New Orleans? No, it was in Chicago. But the ghost is in New Orleans. The, the ghost the, story. The fake yes. ghost, yes. I wonder if those condos are haunted. They didn't say. By little piggies? Or by the woman that was melted. <laughs> That would be my guess. Meh. Maybe she didn't get killed in the sausage factory. Maybe. Maybe she was killed somewhere else and brought back to the vat. But there were witnesses who said... Oh, yeah. They saw her. That's why they started to search because yeah. they brought her back. They saw mm-hmm. Maybe it was Weekend and Bernie style. There you just, go. just like put her arm around him like, mm-hmm, everything's fine. Hey, hey neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> just going to check on our sausage factory at midnight like we do. Uh-huh. I mean... I've never been to a sausage factory, so I wouldn't know. If you have to check on it at midnight? <laughs> I have no idea. I, they've got I don't know the hours that sausage factories keep. They I mean, could have third shift. Yeah, I have no idea if they would have third shift or not. But even then, 1030 is right around the time second and third be switching. Now? Well, yeah, then now. that was just a bad move all around on his part. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> oh, thank Schematics. you, ma'am. That was fascinating. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Thanks for freaking her out, Rebecca. Melted bodies. Full disclosure, I did ask someone at work. I'm like, so if you had a vat and a lot of arsenic and potash. What is potash? What would, I knew this. It's like, it's like a type of potassium you can buy. It's you. I think of like emptying a bowl. That's what I was thinking too. That's kind of where it stems from. Because like the way they initially use to make soap, they would get like ashes from the pot to make the soap. Because it contained lye somehow i think it's from what they boiled or burned i don't know i don't know how An to make sausage alkaline or potassium compound especially potassium carbonate or hydroxide mm-hmm. she pulled that from Duh. the depths of her brain yeah just whoop, that's what it is not from google Mm-mm. it's not from google it's dictionary.com thank you very much either way i asked someone at work and it ended up with like a 20 minute conversation of melting bodies hey that's appropriate. And then when Tiffany came by, I said, Ooh, what are you guys talking about? I said, nothing. Don't worry about it. Which, of course, I was like, I need to worry about Tell it. Tell me now. <sighs> I am needy. That you was a nice needy. little uh, plot twist there, Rebecca. Right? Yeah. I mean, was... thank you. Plot twist. <laughs> I was expecting a spooky story. I got you with melting. I mean, you that did. was kind of creepy. It was creepy. And melted bodies are weird. So I'm taking it you did not like Breaking Bad. I didn't watch it. My husband did, but I did not. Don't watch Breaking Bad. Okay. It's on my list. 
It's why you don't put hydrochloric acid in anything but the correct plastic container. I don't think I've ever come in contact with that. (laughs) (laughs) Hydrochloric acid? Hydrochloric acid. Yeah, HCl. Is that used in drugs? What is... is No, it's just used to dispose of bodies. What do they test for in pregnancy tests? (laughs) Not hydrochloric acid. I could have sworn like on the cheap ones where you like drop it down in there. It has something like, and it's something CL levels. I don't know. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> as, Ti- as Tiffany, as Ashley goes into the deepest parts of her brain to determine, do women pee acid? I mean, hey, pregnancy does some weird I'm pretty things. sure ammonia is a base. Mm-hmm. Well, look at you with your smartness. What did you say it was? I'm pretty sure. HCL? It's HCG. That's not human chorionic gonadotrophin. Yep. I'm positive that was correct. Human chorionic gonadotrophin. Yep. That is probably a hormone. Says this hormone right after it. (laughs) 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 Anyway, on this episode of We Google Stuff. Hey, Dr. Google paging Dr. Google. (laughs) I like it. How exciting. You don't make acid when you're pregnant. I got so mad when I was pregnant, I felt like I could spit acid sometimes. <laughs> like oh, I d- thought you like were going to... Like a dinosaur? S- mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say you got so mad because you couldn't have acid. I was like, wow. <laughs> I really just wanted to trip balls when I was pregnant. And I, d- <laughs> I don't know. Some of those dreams I had, I thought I was tripping. <laughs> it was rough. I have questions to ask after we're done recording now. Shall oh, we wrap this up? Just wait for Mother's Day. Oh okay. my goodness. Mother's Day is going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. Which you can still last. I'm but glad y'all are. Oh, it's going to be good. I just don't think. bring wine. I'll drive you home. <laughs> <laughs> remember, friends. <laughs> All righty. Well, remember, friends. Everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com. Or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon. Keep it strange, lovelies. And don't forget to read your food labels. Make sure there's no hair or rings in there. Oh, God. I have issues with eating meat already. Now I'm just going to, like, think of dead humans in there. Oh, I can't eat meat now. Thanks, Rebecca. Bye.